You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey everybody, it's Wednesday night. Time for American Winer on podcastdetroit.com. Look who's in the studio with me today. This is a uh, very famous group in my life. This is a great gathering of people. I'm so glad we're going to get us on record tonight. Uh, We'll go around the table. The first uh, got two returning guests tonight, and one one fellow who is uh, uh, brand new to the podcast. So uh, the first guy is uh, Mr. Franz Vornkamp, joining us for the first time since August of 2017. Franz, thanks for being here, man. You're welcome. Uh, the next guy <laughs> was here last summer, Mr. Kevin Jones. Kevin, good to see you. And the new guy is. Uh, Mr. Bob Keith, I'm trying to think. He really doesn't need an introduction. Like, I mean, he, his <laughs> reputation precedes itself. I think. Uh, Hello, thank you for being here, everybody. And uh, we're gonna freaking talk movies and, and reminisce and, and do the uh, do the thing. So, but first, I want to talk uh, talk to Bob because Bob, this is your first time. Uh, and uh, we were just talking about foreplay with the mic, so we get into. So speaking of foreplay, here's yeah, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> we, can, uh, we can do all sort. We can take that metaphor and run that into the ground. That'll be the Fantastic. the meme for this hour. But uh, so, Bob, um, why don't you just tell us about yourself, man? Like, how did you meet? We we all know each other through the fan film. I know that uh, when Franz and Kevin were on, uh, they talked about it, uh, Godzilla Zero Hour back in the day. But uh, why don't you give your account of how you came to meet Franz and Kevin and me? Uh, let's see. I knew Kevin first. We were sort of like uh, uh, orbital – like we were orbiting the same – like we were satellites orbiting the same sort of like social sphere in space. And then we, we at some point collided mostly through uh, 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 some mutual friends of ours, the Royers. Uh, and that's when we like started to see each other a little bit more and then just our our friend group – like sort of intertwined more and more and we ended up just intertwining more and more and bonding over more got, and more things again and... if we want to take the foreplay metaphor uh <laughs> <laughs> but no uh uh but yeah no i've known kevin for numerous years at this point and uh i that's so like high school then yeah uh, we we'd met in high school it wasn't until like we weren't more like uh, more socially acquainted and you know i i more in-depth friends with each other until sometime thereafter but mm-hmm. uh but yeah through the same mutual friend group uh uh, uh my our buddy uh, uh mike royer uh he ended up uh, at one point being in this little uh, uh school film project with uh, uh, some friends of his, uh, of them included, Franz, and That's then me. when Franz wanted to uh, expand on that project a little bit, uh, and the, the, they were looking for people to act in it, and Mikey ended up, uh, which I, it feels weird to call him Mikey now. Like, I always still think of him from the last time I saw him, which is, you know, like his late teens early 20s but you know now you know he's got more kids than i do uh, <laughs> and is i believe a pastor so you know that puts a lot of apartment memories in a very odd context um <laughs> i didn't know he's a pastor now that's, I, that's I think cool. so i at the very least he's in deeply involved uh, uh with, with jesus. his church 
Yeah. Well, I, I don't know like his exact like you know I don't know if he's on. I'm pretty sure he's at least on first name basis with the the Lord or whatever. Um, but most most of us are most Christians are. Um, but uh, so you you met uh, you met them through Mike Royer basically. Then and Mike Royer, we should mention. I don't know if he got mentioned on either of your podcast. I mean, he probably did on yours. Uh, uh, yeah, probably. I, I would think so. But um, but yeah, he was also he was another guy in the movie and and. Uh, and so you met those two guys, and then I came in last, and and uh, we don't we don't need to get into that too much. I just came over to Franz's mom's house at the time, and uh, <laughs> and there was this enormous dude. Uh, <laughs> and then the I remember everybody we went to a cemetery that night. We uh, right. we all went to a cemetery. Oh my and, god! Uh, that was that night. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah. If I may, really quickly, yeah. I, I can encapsulate how this whole thing kicked off yeah so we had made a small film uh, as part of a, uh, a it was a school talent show really um it's called judgment of fire and it basically involved monsters stomping on plymouth high school and we actually got in trouble for that i don't know if you knew that i remember you saying cool. that yeah yeah um monsters but anyway <laughs> well it's, we got teachers to swear in it you know uh, and they well yeah and so, you're destroying the school nowadays also, you would be arrested yes, for that probably they didn't like that yeah. but um what had happened is in our infinite wisdom we decided that we were going to make uh another movie and we were going to make it that night because we had it up our butts to do it that night for some reason and we we're like well who's gonna be in it i don't know and we just called like everybody that we could think of like hey we're making a movie tonight do you want to be in it and well who showed up it was these two guys here nice um was there anybody else besides – it was you, Bob, and you, Kevin, and, and then Mike Royer. Kurt Nagy. Oh, the, the original yeah. Kurt. Yeah, yeah, the guy that I ended up replacing. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> I sound like a bastard now for forgetting Kurt. No, no. And, and, Instrumental. Well, because so Bob, I wanted to ask, had you acted before? Like had you had any – or was this sort of like a we need somebody to act? Bob looks like an action hero anyway, so <laughs> let's – let's. Uh, it's d- true. Um, I, I'd, I'd – I'd done uh, uh, improvisational comedy for uh, – uh, I mean at least I'd been involved in the my high school's improvisational comedy club and I'd continued it to a certain amount outside of that. So you had some um, experience in front of an audience though. You, yeah, like, you yeah, weren't completely I'd, I'd, cold. Uh, I, I mean beyond that, like mo- – I mean given we were mostly all around high school age at that time. So most of our experience was, you know, like, oh, well, I mean, it sounds hokey now in hindsight to be like, well, in this high school thing, I did this. But at that time, it was like, oh, okay, well, you know, you, oh, you were involved in Treasure Island, were you? (laughs) Which production? Ooh, that, uh, the, 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 the 2003 production. Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh, it's pertinent to the conversation, though. Very good. It's year. not like you're just like, yeah, back in power training in high school. <laughs> <laughs> now, everybody, all kinds of things. everybody had a little experience with like acting and making believe, I think. Yeah, yeah. All day long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think perhaps more making believe than <laughs> formal acting. But I mean, that's all we were doing like, anyway. Yeah. Well, if they didn't sell all my action figures at the garage sale, <laughs> it wouldn't have been a problem. Wait, what? Action figures at a garage sale? Yeah, my parents do that. They're like, yeah, they get rid of all that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nice, cool. Don't worry about it. I could have gone to college with that Star Wars shit. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all hyperbole, obviously. It's uh, funny, though. I mean, just to idea. encapsulate, I guess, the, 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 the time. 
Yeah, that that Bob just showed up one day in my mom's kitchen, larger than life. And we with should him, say really quick about sandwiches about Bob, <laughs> hey. just because this, this is large. This is going to keep coming up. We're going like, to be making jokes about. He's easily this. seven feet tall. I yeah, would say. Bob, how tall are you? Seven uh, feet. I'm six and a half. Stop feet. it. Let's let's not ex- let's not exaggerate. <laughs> <He's> being so <laughs> modest. If I was if I was climbing a ladder, and <laughs> it was a seven foot ladder, and I got six and a half feet of it. I'm seven feet in the air. <laughs> right? When I tell people later. You round up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Well, but the thing is, is so the, like nice. like I said, I walked in and, and you're just you you take up I mean, and this makes it sound like you're not you're not a fat dude. Like you're you're just you're you're big, you know? Yeah, he's and so he's, he's stalwart. Yeah, and so <laughs> I was like, this dude is like it was like impossible not to notice you, you know? And yeah. and and uh there it, it ended up becoming this sort of meme among the group. Before that you're the, the memes, the the uh, strongest. the strongest man in the world, and that and that's what the, uh, that's what you're known as. I did not. I almost introduced you as that, and I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> he wouldn't like that. So I, I why would I not like that? <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's obviously not true, but it, it's at it's the same to, time, to, it's you know. Oh, I, it's the, the magic radio, Bob. There are so <laughs> many videos. I mean, you don't understand. I mean, in the the outtakes from Wyatt, there's a. I was going through the edit, right, and I find uh-huh. this video just randomly in the middle of it. Here's Bob jumping out of I don't know where, but he flies out of the sky. He's holding a spear and he implants it six feet into the fucking ground. That it's incredible. Did not go the way I thought it was. Going. I know. <laughs> where did he get a spear? We should say Wyatt is the short film that you oh, released sorry. last yeah. uh, last October starring Contest. Kevin. No, check it out. Um, it's on Vimeo, isn't yeah, it? it? You, you yeah. did release it. So yeah, uh, it's just quickly the, though, but yeah. not to cut you off and get back to Bob in a minute, but I, I want to mention Kevin real quick because he entered the fray too. Um, on that same night, I believe, I believe, um, I had known of Kevin. I had seen him perusing the halls in high school wearing Mad Max armor for some reason. Yes. Uh, you know. A leather, a leather yes. shoulder pauldron. And I, I had a lot of red t-shirts, but sometimes, yes. <laughs> you know, he was so cool looking and so fucking intimidating though. At the same time, I just remember him walking by my group. We were at sea lunch, by the way, and thinking, that guy's cool. I wish I was friends with him. And then one magical night, thanks to movie making, I was. Just like that. That's it. it. You yeah. were – I don't know if I said this on the show that you were here, but uh, I, the, my first impression of you, Kevin, was I didn't meet you probably until the movie was done. I only saw you in the as this character, and you were the well, yeah. <laughs> well, you were the bad guy, and so I only ever saw you, you know, on the cell phone plotting right. to destroy the world. Oh, and fantastic. it really was a, you know, good first impression. Well, yeah. it was interesting because when I met you, I'm like, he doesn't he he. I thought he was like going to talk differently than the guy in the movie, and he's pretty much the same. Like, yeah. he is, yeah. uh, I'm blessed. I'm absolutely Except, blessed because when Franz or or Bob or anyone that I do film with comes up with a character that they're like this is kev it's basically like kev can you show up and just say these things <laughs> you, you simultaneously exist in all these fucking users as, as, as these people can you just say that you're, I, you're like the stanley so, of our film yeah, so like, <laughs> you're all great sports about it because like, you nailed it I'm like i was just talking <laughs> you gave me a list of words and i just threw them out of my mouth no way no way uh, one, one last little kev story and then i promise to be quiet and let them um so we were shooting another film of mine uh, years ago. It's called Derelict. It was like a sequel to Aliens. And Kev was in this. That's and the I, Aliens, by the way. Ridley Scott's yeah, like, Aliens yeah, like, for clarity. Yeah. Aliens. That's the alien sound. Anyway. Um, yeah, get, there you go. That's what they're called. Yeah, I forgot about that. 
Let's call them aliens. But anyway, um, I was shooting out there and um, some of my family came to observe the the shoot, which was actually kind of nerve-wracking. But I remember they pulled me aside watching Kevin. They're like, wow, that guy's fucking serious. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, no, like he's – like he's our, he's the real deal. Like we we need to leave. And I'm like, why? And I'm like, I, I didn't realize. No, they were afraid to act with him. No, that they didn't want to like upset what he was doing. Oh, they, they the, were they oh, were seriously. Yeah, it takes it out on the craft services kid. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell's my grilled cheese? Exactly. That that was the pick in a fight night though. Do you remember that one when we we're, we're trying to figure out how to fit a, a Kevin Jones one liner into the Alien movie? Uh, you, <clears throat> He he's going to to select a weapon from the wall to go and kill an alien or something, <laughs> no. and the camera focuses on an axe, yeah. which is like the logical thing, and then his hand moves past it and grabs a pickaxe, and his son asks, "Where are you going?" And he goes, "Picking a fight." And it's just like, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, you are." And you came great. up with that just on the spot. On the spot. Oh my god, that I is really great. enjoyed that. The, the next move was, I believe, storming with intent purpose. Across the upper floor of this bar. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really dig about films with you cats is you have this thing in mind, as I believe I mentioned before, and we will do take after take after take. And it is it's intense. It's grueling. But mm-hmm. it's for a purpose, because when you finally see that take number 67 in the middle of 80, some of them is spotless. You get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It was it was a treat, really, stomping that floor. Like, all right, let's stomp it again. I didn't stomp it, stomp it enough. Like, <laughs> that's a treat for 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 me, and mm. I would hope everybody else involved because it, it's always it you really know is. worthwhile. Yeah. Watch Wyatt. Check out Wyatt. If they search, how do they find it, Franz? Where's oh the... God? Um, that's a <laughs> oh, great question. Vimeo search. Yeah, because I, 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 <laughs> Wyatt, the name Wyatt, like Wyatt, or you know, that's right. that's how you find it. I, I guess the honestly, the, the, spelled, the best right. way to find Wyatt on Vimeo, if you if you want to see this movie, um, is to search my name uh, on on Vimeo. So search Franz Vorenkamp. Ah, <laughs> okay, V O R E N K A M like Mary, P like Paul. There you go. You'll find it that way. There we go. Yeah, and it's, I believe isn't like a rough cut of derelict down there. There's as well, all kinds of old stuff in my Vimeo that nobody probably knows about on there. So, so check it out, folks. But Wyatt, the the, the and I I talked about Wyatt with you, Kevin, when you were on, and it was uh, it, it's it's definitely worth a watch. So check that out. Uh, I actually wanted to say, Bob, getting back to the strongest man in the world thing. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> And then we'll and then we'll move on. I promise, because we still got to we got to talk about what you're doing now, and you know what you've been up to lately. But um, you one of the reasons that it took with with I think with the group and why it continued to continues still to uh, to endure is because you had these aspects of yourself that played into it. You know how to sword fight. Like you actually know how to sword fight. I've watched you sword fight. It's not like it's like you could you could court uh, what's the word uh, coordinate a, a sword fighter even more so now that he could that. There, there you go. Yeah, no, I, you I, know I, about guns. You, you know you're a gun guy. You know you you uh, you you know how to fight. You study fighting. You study historical like fights. He, you he know? talks about sparring Ancient like it's a casual Greek. thing that people talk about regularly. Yeah. You know? I, well, what's incredible is he's actually. And, and we're going to keep talking to you about <laughs> <laughs> You're just a statue right now, fella. We're going to tell everyone how great you are. That was the whole purpose um, of this surprise. <laughs> he's seven foot of friendship. Oh, seven oh, feet right? of friendship. Oh, Even though God. he knows 759 ways to kill you and he knows it real well, <laughs> this guy is just a gigantic teddy bear. Yeah. 
Yeah, one, well, the 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 yeah. the funniest part of the the whole like strongest man in the I, strongest man in the world, strongest man in the universe, whatever. It, it was world and then universe. Okay, um, like, it's universe right now. Presently, <laughs> multiverse later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, the, like they're kept on being like these little moments. That would end up just working into the mythos at some point or another where like I uh, uh, the the first night that you and I were acting together, Alex. Yeah. Uh, you know, y- you had been sort of like, you know, like you'd see me around and everything and, you know, the like the sort of like these ha 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 half joking, you know, s- stories like exaggerations and hyperbole of, you know, like uh, uh, myself and then. Before we went to shoot any of the inside scenes, at which point I was supposed to like, you know, you were supposed to take a, a picture of something that was going on and I was supposed to grab you by the collar and spin in the you same, around against a wall. In the story. same barn as picking a fight. Yeah. Right yep. bef- like wow. about an hour before we filmed that scene, um, we had to do a shot where we were running inside of the barn and uh, uh, there was this one post – Stuck in the ground and to, to, you know, we were supposed to rush there and I was like, all right, well, it seems pretty organic that I would like grab this post and use it to sort of pivot myself towards the door. Like I'm trying to run fast. This will help me turn. And this is like a – this is just for visual. This is like a load-bearing post. This isn't just um, some little stick in the ground. Uncle Dave, a- if you're listening, this is how the, um, you know, load-bearing <laughs> post in your barn – that has been there for a hundred years got broken. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Twelve years ago. So, <laughs> and so a blizzard. Yeah. So I'm. I go to. Uh, it's like maybe two or three takes in, and I go to uh, pivot off this post, and I I clothesline the damn thing out of the ground, <laughs> <laughs> and. I mean, I, I, I mean, I totally break character. I look back and I'm just like trying to set the thing back where it's supposed to be, just like in this desperate state of like, oh God, oh, what have I done again? Is the ceiling coming down. Now? Yeah. Well, like, it, it, well, I mean, it, it was holding up like the the front awning area. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, so I was, yeah. so I was like yeah. really worried that this ceiling was about to come falling down on me, and I was I, like, I managed to sort of approximate where it was, and I'm like, all right, well. Don't use that anymore. <laughs> but, it uh, wiggles to this day. <laughs> so the rest of that night, you were petrified of that scene. Like we had to keep on – like I had to keep on telling you. I remember between almost every take like, Alex, I promise I am not going to hurt you. Yeah, and, and you were – because what the scene was is it, I was trying to take a picture of these monsters that were outside and your character – my character was – your character sees me doing it and is like, you're going to give us away. So you grab me in a panic and throw me against the wall with your hand around my neck. Now, I'd known you probably how long at this point? Maybe, I, I, maybe this a month? This our first day filming. I think we'd met once before. Yeah. Like, so – once, maybe twice. Like we'd we'd maybe gone over the scene, like done a couple cold readings, but this was like the first time that we were spending a full night together. Like this was our first night of acting together, right? And like truly on set. So, so there you go. Like, like I said, there's this. I've seen you rip this load bearing post out of the ground. <laughs> I don't know how far into the ground that thing went. You know, it's it's all I saw was you break it. So, and now you're going to be grabbing my neck. So, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, and so as you're telling me, you know. 
Alex, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm thinking. I'm thinking like you didn't. didn't you need were, to hurt you, the post. You either. weren't going to hurt the post either, man. Like, so, but anyway, it's it's kind of an anticlimactic thing because we did we did the scene and and yes, you can. The fear on my face is real when I. <laughs> and the, but uh, but we did the scene and 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 we moved on and you didn't break my neck, so very very much appreciated. Well, uh, uh, then there was uh, there was another lovely little moment. Uh, uh, same same shoot. This is what uh, I was different waiting. Bar. For. Oh wait, no, it's not. Um, yep, yep, yep. This is the punching bag, right? Can, can yes. I, may, may I set this up because it's uh, even better? Sure, I think sure. it's somebody else. So um, we had a website, and it was getting tons and tons of hits. Uh, we were making a Godzilla fan film, right? And um, so people were showing interest, and I was getting tons of emails from people saying, "Hey, uh, you know, can we get involved?" And well, we had some some pretty serious fans. And they said they happened to live in Ohio. They drove like fucking four, oh, hour, four I don't hours. Know where this is going, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and uh, I, they wanted to help, and I said, you know what? You know, without knowing you, I can't have you working on the film. Um, but you're you're welcome to show up and watch us. You know, do some of the filming, which was really kind of a dumb idea on my part. But anyway, <laughs> they show up, and they are just like fanboys from the beginning. But then Bob walks in. They're like, oh, there he is, you know? And they're just like... Lucas. His character's name was Lucas. Every time Bob shows up, they they go silent and kind of like to say to themselves, you know? They just kind of snicker and talk and like, there he is, it's the guy, you know? Anyway, so Bob, you know, he tends to get bored. He tends to wander when we're like making, you know, adjustments (laughs) to lights and shit. Well, not now. Now he he makes the adjustments to the lights because he's an expert at it. But um, back then, um, I was fucking with something and Bob wanders his way into the barn and I, I peek over and I see he has found a punching bag that is hanging in this barn that we're filming in. He doesn't realize, however, that the two kids that had shown up to watch us film this movie, uh, Josh and something else. Sorry, something else. They, <laughs> well, Bob, go ahead. This is the good part. You can. His parents well, should say sorry for naming him something else. <laughs> <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, so there's just this punching bag hanging in the barn. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's. I I mean I get he, he punches bored what he does sometimes. so I I was like all right well let's you know work the bag a bit mm-hmm. it, it's sort of you know push it a little bit check its weight and I'm like all right well it's pretty it's not incredibly heavy and it's on a really way too long cord maybe so I should strike this thing he's thinking all right well I guess let's see how it responds to a punch um I mean <laughs> full disclosure the thing was hanging in a barn for however long. It had probably largely dry rotted or whatever. So I didn't know exactly how bad of a condition this thing was probably in. And that is more than likely the actual logic behind it. But as far as they knew, no, no, like there was nothing I was wrong a, with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they just see I'm standing in this barn and I just sort of get into a stance, punch this punching bag. And it explodes into dust. You, you <laughs> Captain America did. I, I, I legit Captain America no, this Better punch. than Captain America. Oh, yeah, because Captain America exploded. knocks it. Like, yeah, knocks it off. This thing, like, it just poof. Geyser it, it of, like, of beans yeah, it, it just gravel. Everything that was in it just tur- poof <laughs> into a cloud. Like, it wasn't a particularly heavy punching bag. And like I said, it was dry rotted. So it's like <laughs> the physics of it makes sense. I'm yeah. not, like – actually superhuman or anything Quit but talking him out of it Baylor. but but, <laughs> but he but, destroyed the punching bag and what happened next man. so i i just uh, the first moment i end up noticing these kids is when <laughs> like i explode this punching bag 
and I hear this like, oh, because these two kids out of nowhere that I had known nowhere before this day were just like high-fiving my antics. I love it. <laughs> the best part, though, was the look on their face when they saw it. There was, there was a good five seconds of pause and awe before the high-five happened as if to say, oh, my God, it's all true. <laughs> They actually high five. Oh, they yeah, actually high five. High five. Oh, <laughs> yes. I didn't like, know. People... It was this legit moment of like we just witnessed something that requires a high five, even if we weren't <laughs> directly involved. That we saw it requires a high. Like it was, it, I, it was a very. I've had like the and well, and that that just goes into the fact that like I've had the like those moments happen to just accidentally and organically occur sometimes Mm -hmm. like i've got that's what happens when you're the strongest man in the universe (laughs) i like i've got god i've got way too many of those stories more than too many we'll get to some of them i was just it's just you know what just occurred to me is nowadays if that had happened nowadays they would have had their phones out and you'd maybe you know (laughs) immortalized yeah 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 it's really uh, too bad i wish that moment was uh you'd be on on world star yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll be losing it well, except then they like somehow I would have been getting like a challenge to fight from Kimbo Slice, who was alive back then, and you know like probably had my face. But wouldn't be in, now so. because Bob is so strong. <laughs> yeah, Kimbo. Well, shit, Bob. Let, let's I mean, <laughs> easy to talk. The first story, crap. The, the, the no, first uh, it to crap. The first story dead. that comes to your uh, comes to your shit, mind. But you said there's so many stories. Like, what's the first one that comes into your head? All right. My probably the best one. I I when I was I I away at college. Uh, I Franz and I ended up going to the same college. We right. were just like one semester apart. Manesson, Pennsylvania. Yes, right. I, 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 Douglas Education Center. The uh, the the factory. Uh, are they still going by the factory? They I are. Think okay, and they're doing really really well. Yeah, really, really well. I mean they have uh, like the the. Uh, it's actually um, George Romero. That's right. Yeah, that's it. They, they shifted. Um, the school was uh, uh, Tom Savini's filmmaking program. Tom Savini is more of a special effects guy. Yeah. And so um, George Romero, before he passed, actually came and endorsed the school, which is really cool. Very. Yeah. And, Very. There's but, great gnocchi in that town, and there's great beer. <laughs> Go check. It out. Oh, there's. Go check it out. Yeah. It, uh, we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Everything. Like it, it's tiny little town, but it's it's worth the people. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, so I, I – my – I mean I, I imagine in no small part due to Franz, my reputation had largely preceded me at that point. <laughs> I worked so hard. Because <laughs> Franz so, had been there for a year before you. Right? Uh, he'd yeah. been there for a semester. Oh, God, uh, so it was, it, was, uh, it was about like three, four months that he had been there. Three or four um, months Talking about like after I confirmed and everything. It was like, you know, like, oh, just wait. Oh, just wait. <laughs> And so I, I, I'd, you know, I'd met my, uh, this was about ha- halfway into my first semester and I, I, uh, the, the, the dorm, I mean, it was a converted like old age center with like a cremation tube in it and everything. So it, it <laughs> oh was like, it, yeah, it was. No, really. It was a, a really odd thing to have converted, but it, it, converted it should be it. said really quick that Manesson used to be a steel town in Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, it was even considered to be the capital <clears throat> at one point. They were considering it for it. It was that bustling. Then the, uh, my understanding is the steel mills closed. And so what you're left with, it, imagine Westland, but imagine Westland deserted. Wow. Deserted. 
Yeah, it, it, I, I think it's like, or at least when we were there, I think it was at least one third uh, of the buildings were abandoned and like derelict. Yep. Uh, and that was after 08, right? Mm-hmm. After the recession. Yes, that was, was after. I was say, if it was before the recession, then Jesus. Like, well, it, it was. I it, think it's been that way. No, yeah, it's been, it, it, like, it had been that way for a while. It had collapsed, like, pro- I, I mean, I don't know the history of the town well enough, but probably sometime before the 90s it had collapsed. And so it had, like, it ha- it was at the point when we were there that there were buildings with trees growing out of them. Oh, like yeah. it, uh, really it was cool. it was Chernobyl. this odd apocalyptic beauty. Great place to it, go it was, to film it was, school. Oh, like, great place yes, to film. Yes, it was very very organic and it, and periodically I like had a river nearby. So peri- like one of the first days that that I spent there um, I'm just like wandering around the town like, all right, well, let's let's see what this place is like. Let's explore a little bit. Like, you know, I, I, I usually don't – like I, I – from – apparently I was told that a bunch of people don't particularly feel safe wandering around in that town. But – Bob is the strongest man in the world. I didn't – I didn't realize that until later. Like I went on walkabouts several times and – but just one of the first times I was on on walkabout around there, I just – Wandering, seeing how I could get lost and find myself, uh, I end up hearing some sort of like tornado siren horn yes. sort of noise. And shortly thereafter, a fog rolls in off of the uh, <laughs> rolls in off of the the the, the nearby like uh, river. Yeah, and I'm like, all right. I know that Silent Hill isn't real, <laughs> but I'll be damned if I'm not going to be watching every corner right now and getting ready to just kick the hell out of anything that jumps out. Like any sort of like nightmare creature hops out, I it, it dies before I do. Well, and you're already like, living in a goddamn refurbished crematorium. No, so yeah, like, well, yeah, I, I, I mean, soon, it, that was an interesting place as it is. Like that's I, – I, if it weren't for how like to the bone that program worked you, I would have been dead because the ceiling in my room collapsed on top of my bed during the – Oh, holy shit. Oh, yeah. No, it, like it, it literally collapsed my bed frame and broke my desk. It fell with such pressure. Holy but shit. But I was pulling an all-nighter at the school and so I didn't die. Your work ethic saved you. Yeah, Cheers. pretty much. Uh, oh, I, <laughs> so I didn't realize it was that. It, it, it like it literally broke the broke the desk that I had garbage wow. picked. So you know I don't know exactly <laughs> the level of structural integrity of the desk, but it it, it broke a hole right through it. That's and uh, but that was like at the edge of where it collapsed, where it broke the desk. Yeah, the center of it was right over my bed. Oh man! So I like I probably would have died if I were not at the school. But anyway, the 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 story that we that we were trying to get to. So that's the the place where I was. The, the the reputation that had been built and the the like the place where I was living and from pre like there were periodically like different treasure troves that would be found that were left by previous semesters of just stuff that they would have hidden. Actually, this is something that like periodically happened because, you know, periodically the 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 the. Uh, uh, rooms would be deemed unfit for use or whatever and so the place that ran the housing would just like – 
lock up the doors going into over. there and uh, uh, pretty much – I mean, yeah, they would lock the doors. Uh, uh, if they really, really wanted to get something, then uh, the, uh, the the people in the house would ask me to, to uh, try to lockpick my way in or figure out a way through. And I got them into a few of the locked rooms a few of the times. But uh, uh, so I'd – had a few instances of sort of confirming the reputation that Franz had built, like a few of those, like you know, uh, bag exploding instances, but not quite as dramatic. <laughs> bag exploding. And uh, Great. there was a night where the, uh, the 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 kids who lived in the house ended up uncovering a treasure trove that included a bunch of airsoft pistols from one of the prior. Uh, uh, generations of makeup effects and graphic arts. That is so cool. All we found in our dorm was used condoms. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, at one point, uh, it might – no, it wasn't your guys' dorm. Yeah, no, your guys' dorm sucked. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I I found a Snicker bar one time actually. It was old. But one of the other dorms, uh, me and and Ian found uh, a bunch of uh, fluorescent tubes and we decided to spend the night breaking them on each other. Fantastic. Because we were really hammered and really dumb. Uh, (laughs) But so you found these airsoft guns. They found them. Or they found them. I was teaching people how to play euchre. Uh, I'm not a particularly big fan, but I, I was like, you know, okay, well. There is very little to do uh, on down nights here and uh, this is a game that involves me being social and having fun. And uh, I had happened to uh, as just one of my forms of entertainment to where I had read through it several times. I I read through uh, the the like this special forces guide to to uh, uh, tactical pistol defense. <laughs> And I mean, it, 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 it's interesting. Just some light crap. <laughs> oh, yeah, just just, I, I do, uh, just it's fun. Take the words out of my mouth. But but yeah, so I'm I'm sitting there and I'm just uh, I'm like the game of euchre had ended, uh, and the people had started to get tired of uh, of shooting each other with airsoft pistols. Everyone had enough welts on them in the other rooms. And so one of the people had like left on the, the fo- Oops, sorry. <laughs> I'm not, uh, that's like uh, the, five feet away from me. It's here. not I'm even like, your <laughs> mic and you managed to mess it up. <laughs> that was me. I just sorry. saw Talium for a balloon, by the way. Get in your bubble. <laughs> Still me. Uh, my bubble is so big. But but yeah, so I I on like the far end of the the, the table, which was a relatively large table, I I they, one of the airsoft pistols had just been set to rest, and I I one of the other people who lived in that dorm decided like you know like all right, well I I ended up being left with one of the airsoft pistols, and it wasn't that one on the table that just got to sit there. Oh my God, you found the picture. <laughs> I was gonna wait to bring it out. All right, well, uh, we'll get to that. But I uh, <laughs> just got something on his phone. We'll, we'll get to <laughs> it. But I, I, so there's this pistol just sitting on the end of the table, and someone else was left with one of them and decided, like, oh, I like this is something that like I I can have one up on Bob, and so like I was. At like, you know, sort of sitting halfway on one end of the table and full on like old Western movie villain style. He sits down uh, directly opposite me 
just airsoft pistol on the table pointed at me. I'm shuffling cards because, you know, it's the polite thing to do once you play a game. You don't want things to have ended up like, yes, when you were – sort of like be kind, rewind. Like when <laughs> when you're done playing a game, shuffle the cards. So I'm shuffling the cards up and everything just to – and I'm paying attention to the cards but I see out of my peripheral vision that he's sitting there with a pistol on the table and I'm like – all right. Well, you need to think this through. So let's buy some time. Um, so I just – without looking at him, I just say, you don't want to do it. <laughs> and I can see him sort of smiling and he – I mean he's there and I'm still trying to analyze like what the, what the hell do I do here? Trying to you know remember that, that manual. Like is there anything that I can do at all? And I uh, – uh, He's like, well, why not? I'm like, because it ain't going to end well for you. And I remember this one defense that I was like, all right, if I modify this somewhat, maybe I could do something with it. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see if he leaves. And he looks at me. He's like, why not? And he's serious too. Like he's, oh, he's, he's challenging. Oh, yeah, he he's is, he's flat out. He, like he is, this is he in planning Cora, right? to. No, no, no? The, dude. This is a spindly little I, I uh, graphic arts kid that lived in the basic. <laughs> uh, Andrew. I, I, I'm sorry for calling you spindly, Andrew, but you are very – you are a very tiny person. So it's I, okay. I mean it, it's not someone who's anyway. like – it's not like, you know, like big intimidating, you know, like okay. why not? Like it's – why not? Like, you know, just little tiny guy. But he's still but he's, pointing he's, a freaking gun at you. I mean yeah. it's not a real gun. It's a yeah. real gun. Oh, it's, so it's, it's okay. a real it's gun. A, that it's changes airsoft. the situation. It's an airsoft It was gun. one of the airsoft guns. Yes. Yeah. Oh, for some I'm reason sorry, I lost that. Was I not clear on that? For some reason that was just me. This guy was not threatening my life. Because I was like – I'm like, how have I never heard, how have I never heard this? You've had a gun pulled on you twice because there's another story. That oh yeah, I that I, I've had the gun pointed on me just the once, like the the real one in my face. Like I'm over it's, here holding my breath, so I don't make so sound. He's over there holding his breath because he's actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, then what happens? Well, so no, anyway, no, it was one of the other airsoft pistols. <laughs> so and the dude's so, like, why not? Why yeah, not? Why, why? Yeah, not? why? Why? Like, it's not going to end well for you. And you're like, why not? Like. Do you, and so I just finally I'm like, all right, well, I'm done shuffling and I have a plan. Like, And that was my mic this time. So it's two chords. <laughs> We're good. Uh, uh, <laughs> Three strikes around here. Uh, I, I know, right? <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm about microphone. to be kicked out of the studio by the strongest producer. I'm going to have to cut you off already. The, <laughs> strongest producer in the universe. Uh, <laughs> I, I, but yeah, so I end up finally just putting the card, deck of cards down dramatically. I'm like, want to find out? And I mean, I don't like, and at, at this point out of my peripheral, I could see sort of like the barn incident, the activity in the other room had stopped and people were looking on like, oh, Andrew's got one of the airsoft guns pointed at Bob and Bob doesn't seem worried. What's going to go on here? And I uh, little did he know, like under the table, like, you know, I had tried to sort of reframe his vision on my upper body with like putting down the cards and like putting my hands on the table calmly. Mm-hmm. But I had sort of shifted in my seat to to try to get ready for like a very heavy pivot. And like it, 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 there's just that like dead silent moment, like that that old west quick draw moment. And then I'm like, 
I go and I just like I don't say it. Of course, you know I don't want I don't want him to go. I, I want badass. If you did say it, and, and you won anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I end up pivoting in a way that lowered my upper body on my seat, and I sort of like planked tabletop wise to where the table was giving me cover. Yeah, and he shot over top of me while, and I sort of instead of having a gun that I was drawing and shooting under the table. I ended up sort of changing it a little bit to where with my reach, I was able to sweep the far end of the table and get that other airsoft pistol that was sitting on the far end of the table. Uh And so he shoots over top of me. I'm in this tabletop (laughs) stance and I managed to to blast him with the airsoft gun. I just keep firing until he like (laughs) drops it and runs out of the room. And from – I, no high fives this time, but there was just this, oh, my God. <laughs> like, and I, I was just like – in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe that worked. But it, as far as anyone saw it, it I, awesome. I heard about it for weeks after. <laughs> well, so what's this picture then that you got? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I shouldn't have brought it up this early. Um, <laughs> we have some of the best outtakes when we do movies. We really do. Um, but this is one of my favorites. Um, so we're shooting once again, I'm sorry to, to, to try to like jump topics. Like no, that, no, this but... is what I wanted. I okay. wanted just right, a right. conversation. This um, is great. So, <laughs> screw the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. here, here we are. Uh, it's, it's myself, it's Bob and it's Kevin. I don't know why you were left out, Alex. It well, was seems... I part of the group at this point? You were. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, this is was way after well, zero. After you were... this, this is where we're, we're in college at this point. Oh, we're okay. making, I don't know why I didn't have a role for you in Derelict. It seems stupid that I didn't. But... I don't. Yeah. I th- well, I think it was because <laughs> you guys were at school. I wasn't. I, yeah, yeah. It was probably just trying to keep things small. I don't know. Um, but we were filming a scene in this really incredible location. It was a, um, it it was an abandoned blast furnace that they used to make world war two tanks in. And I spent weeks going after the, the uh, Pennsylvania film department and saying, Hey, give me access. Give me, I wouldn't let him go. And they said, okay, finally, they gave me access to this thing. They even gave me keys, which was like so irresponsible. But anyway, so we're, we're filming in this dilapidated – I mean the floor was rusting out. It was so dangerous to even be in there. But we're filming this really creepy sequence where Kevin is uh, playing a character who's going to try and find his son who has been abducted by aliens and is being held in this industrial atmosphere. As is their wont. Yes. They do abduct. They do tend to abduct and uh, put boys in a hive, you know. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Don't take it there. We'll, we'll get to the hive. But – um. Yeah, so there's a scene where Kevin is kind of creeping down the corridor and he's got a pistol in his hands, a futuristic pistol, and you can hear the aliens crawling around. And then out of nowhere, Bob Keith jumps out and puts his hand over Kevin's mouth. And this isn't the line, but I'll go ahead and let you read it. Uh, so someone screen capped that moment. It's a really cool like shot of the movie. Like It's a really dynamically shot and lit and every, it's everything's work. good. <laughs> but, uh, as uh, dynamic as it could be I'm on just a Canon looking XL2. into him and in the, the my actual line is I'm like, you know, don't make a sound. God, he even remembers the script. Word it's for some, word. Something like that. But it, it's, it's word for word. <laughs> and we should someone that. ended up adding a word bubble in where I'm just like holding holding my hand over his mouth Looking, sort of like holding him from behind, looking at him, and I appear sidelong. <laughs> someone adds a word bubble that just says, "I'm not wearing any pants." <laughs> and, and we should say the, the the screenshot is such like Kevin is on the it's it's a close up of both of your faces. It's like a bust of you guys almost, like a bust shot. Your shoulders up, and Bob's got this gloved hand around Kevin's mouth. Kevin is lit. Bob is not, and. 
Kevin's face is <laughs> registering this like he's looking back at Bob <laughs> and Bob's Bob's got this ultra serious look on his face and he's got this glove like this this black glove that he's covering Kevin's mouth with. So, yeah, I could smell the leather. It was there. Picture that and then Bob saying I'm not wearing any pants and, and you get the joke. So There you go. I, uh, sorry listeners, I know it's kind of hard to Hear us all laugh about a photo that you can't see, but fuck you anyway. <laughs> yeah, we described it. <laughs> We're here <Yeah>. for us. <laughs> um, but uh, so so yeah, man. I mean, shit. Where do we go from there? I mean, well, oh, oh, oh I, you know, there was actually like as part of that shoot, there was one like like you mentioned the whole like oh yeah, you remember the script. I like I still remember a lot of the exchange that I had with Kevin because I'd you know make sure to learn like the the scenes that I was about to do, but there were some scene you know like there were a few of the scenes that never really got filmed, including my my uh, my lead up stuff like the the stuff that I was going to be doing I mm-hmm. uh, uh, like by myself uh, which was going to be intercut with like. Tom Savini was actually right yeah uh, the the captain mm-hmm. of like this crew of Space Marines, and he was. Dude was into it. Like he was l- very legit into this to the point where at I, – I don't, I don't think it was – yeah, it wasn't my graduation. But it was the graduation for like Franz's semester where Tom Savini saw me like wandering – like uh, we were passing each other in the hall and he looks at me and he called – like he was like – I, I oh God, for the life of me, I can't remember my character name it was exactly. A Schiller, actually. I think I was a sergeant. Henry Schiller was your name. Nice. And he just looks at me and he gets upright and he says, Sergeant Schiller. And that's so cool. I oh, yeah, felt I so bad because I was I desperately wanted to salute back and call him by his character name but we hadn't done the sequence yet so I hadn't like memorized all the lines and I was like hi <laughs> <laughs> that that wasn't our first Hello brush person. either that this is even arguably okay I can't say it's better but that's edit that um <laughs> We also, when we were shooting the Godzilla movie, we we actually somehow lassoed in a cameo, which we never actually <laughs> fucking shot because I was asleep, um, with Don Fry. I was, was going to say, this oh my would have been, and this would be a great thing to end on too. So, what so are yes, great. Don Fry. Don, uh, that, so, I, I, Don Fry, for those who don't know, which is, you know, potentially a, a lot of people, um, is a, like, you think of, you know, UFC MMA now before it was the UFC when it was like ultimate fighting, when it was like struggling to be considered a sport, struggling to find places that would allow it to be considered legal when the rules were not what they are now. He was one of the dudes who was involved and he was involved for a while afterwards as well. But – and he ended up like – I. I moving to pride at, at some point or another. And there's this one really famous fight against this, uh, or Takamura. I think it's it? Takayama. Takayama. That's right. Yep. Uh, uh, where at one, like just to give you the, the, like the mentality of this dude, uh, 
uh, Takayama's like this uh, uh, Japanese pro wrestler, sort of strong, sort of like not a, not exactly a, on the tier of like a, a Brock Lesnar in in familiarity. Legendarily in strong but, enough, though. But yeah, d- d- big strong dude. Shock of blonde hair. And, yes, blonde very hair, very yeah. very bleach blonde. At least a head I taller mean, than Don Fry. Yeah, big and guy, uh, so. Guy. The two of them were were fighting off against one another and Don Fry was owning him pretty soundly throughout. And so at one point, without words, the two of them apparently conceded to just end this in a competition of true manliness (laughs) where they decided that defense was done, strategy was done. Each of them took their left hand, put it behind the other one's head to where they couldn't get away, and just with their right started pounding the other one as just repeatedly without stop for the rest of that round. And it was YouTube that fight. <laughs> Fry versus Takayama, is it? The, I, th- I, I think anyway. it's Takayama. But it's, he, he was supposed to be playing Bob's father actually in the movie. It was, it was only alluded to. Film, it was yeah. only alluded to. And I had written uh, emails to every one of this man's accounts. Uh, eventually, we, we reached him through MySpace, of all things. Huh. It turned out to not to be his actual account, but just someone who works <laughs> for him and runs it. But he got the message anyway and agreed to star – well, not star. I'm sorry. To, to cameo, cameo. Yes, yeah. in our film. Um, but I had been working in the film for like 48 hours straight and then I drove to Chicago. And once we hit the Chicago um, hotel, I, I literally passed out. Um, and so everybody else went downstairs and – Well, I, it's funny because I, I don't think he necessarily even knew specifically that we were the, the group. Crew. Yeah. Like I that we were knew. anyone who had I, – I, Either way, y'all we, had a we beer ended with up the going guy. to go – well, <laughs> I did. I, I, even like, better. Because everyone else was like just like, you know, I mean – he like the, the the reason why the dude's there at like this Godzilla convention is because there's this one Godzilla movie that he Final Wars yeah right? Godzilla Final Wars he is uh, he is Captain Gordon yeah so yeah. Uh, the uh, captain uh, of this ship the submarine or some some super submarine and he has this really famous scene where he the Gotengo he uh, he tells uh, they're they're aiming at Fire some, some kaiju <laughs> and he tells them to go right into it and yeah. that was like go this right legendary thing so anyway. Bob. But but yeah, so I I like the the I, the rest of the people who were there <laughs> with us in the group, I I like they were like we ended up we were going to be going back up into the room, and we get in the elevator and Don Fry wanders in with us. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so just this chance meeting where it's like oh. Oh, hello, legitimately famous person who just wandered into an elevator with it, us. And it, everyone else is just sort of like, you know, giving him this wide berth and standing there. And I'm like, you know, in life you have regrets. Um, you're saying this to yourself, so, not out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I wish this was out loud. I wanted to be out yeah, loud. Just give him so some bad. life advice that he clearly doesn't hate. Well, go uh, go away from me now. <laughs> Don't forget to follow your dreams. No one's going into it. <laughs> But but yeah no so I I'm I'm like you know you you can you only have so much control over what regrets you have in life. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do something. And I like I didn't want to fanboy out, and I was never as into the 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 whole uh, uh, kaiju thing as much of the rest of the crew. Uh, but I was really into this guy's mixed martial arts career, so I just look over and I'm like. 
Dude, your fight against Takayama, which if that is the wrong name, then no, right. I tr- trust me, I had the right name Very at that sure. time. I, I, but your fight against Takayama is easily the most epic thing I have ever seen in my life. And it's like, Oh, and, and it, like I could see he lit up a little bit where, where it's like, you know, he was there sort of like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you had, you know, you were a character in a Godzilla film once. And, you know, everyone's like asking you to quote your lines from that. And, you know, he nobody knew had, what he had come up with. Nobody knew what he or what, how he how he had come up in the world. You and know, he like lit he, what he was up famous for in yeah. like this entirely different way when when I brought that up mm-hmm. and I. Uh, uh, you're still in the I, elevator at this point. Yeah, it's yeah. still in the elevator and we end up uh, 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 getting to you know our, our floor and he's like, oh, I'm about to go to my room and get changed. Uh, uh, you want – if you go down to the bar, you know, I'll buy you a drink. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm just like – like everyone else from the, from the group had cleared out of the elevator and they're just like looking back like – Strongest, strongest man in the universe. Well, just and it's funny because a, he was he was supposed Don to yeah, scored a <laughs> date was with the strongest to, fighter in the universe. <laughs> like he was supposed to play your dad, and he yeah. actually does kind of look like he could be your yeah, dad, I, which is funny. Same face shape and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, and it, I, 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 I wish that moment could have happened too. But it, I mean, sorry. either way, like I, I, but the I remember because I'll let you finish the story, but the. I got a phone call. I wasn't there at this point, but I do remember getting a phone call. I was up north and I drove <laughs> down to meet you guys. What made me leave, I left early because what made me leave early is Don or Don, uh, Bob, uh, I got a message from you. It was like a minute long and you're not a guy who leaves long voicemails. And I, and wow. he's like, dude, Don Fry <laughs> bought me a fucking beer. Like, <laughs> and, and so I was like, I told my family I was up, I was on vacation with them, I was, and I, they knew I was leaving. I, I was going to leave at the end of the week, but I think I left like two days earlier or something. I was like, I have to go now. So anyway, <laughs> I'm so but yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, I, it, it, unfortunately, the the rest of the I mean, the beer was you know awesome. I got to chill out with him, and you know, the, uh, as soon as he sat down at the 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 bar, they of course you know found something that was somewhat manlier than whatever sport was on at the time and flipped it to that. I think I'm not sure if they had, you know, some like a, a UFC fight that was on at the time or but it was, you know, they flipped it to some sort of like fight sport. And uh, uh, at one point someone had wandered over and asked him, you know, I, I like, I, oh, God, they, I, there was a fight coming up between Forrest Griffin and Rampage Jackson. Mm. And I, mm. I, I, he, they ended up asking him who he thought was going to win and I remember he predicted uh, that that Rampage Jackson was going to win. I, I told him, I'm like, I, you know, I'd, I'd never really count Forrest Griffin out. I mean, you, you of all people should know, you know, grit is something that you should never discount. And I was right. Um, for, for the record, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, Forrest Griffin won. Uh, <laughs> but. But yeah, no, I, I, other than that, like I am actually really notoriously bad at small talk. So like trying to hold up any conversation, like for the most part, it was just like, all right, we're going to let this be silent. We're going to watch what's going on on uh, Manly Vision up there. And I am going to enjoy the fact that this dude that I like really admire and respect just bought me uh, bought me some beers. Like, what kind of beer was it? Do you remember? 
I do not remember the beer. Like I remember I did not go – like I wasn't like, oh, I'll take a blue moon with orange. Like I, I – <laughs> We're so lucky I wasn't there for that because that <laughs> literally would have been my move oh, while yeah, wearing well, a scarf. Yes. So. <laughs> well, I am dead serious, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to him and see if I can get him on here. I'm going to see if, uh, if if I can go through one of the channels and, and find out and see if Just he's get available. both of them in the same room. I was going to say, <laughs> and, and, and you could come in and we could we could interview Film him. Film that goddamn other. cameo all these years later. Oh, yeah. yeah the, you know, I, and then, you know, inevitably I'll get soul crushed when he's like, I can't believe you remember that moment. Like I was, I, I was uh, you know, two sheets over the wind. Or, I, I don't know how that saying goes. But, you two know, sheets something the wind or something. Yeah, yeah, something like sheets and wind and something. a number somewhere in there. Kate, do you know that? I'm glad, though, that that – few sheets to the wind. There you few go. sheets to the wind. I believe it's three. Three, three sheets, sheets to the wind. There, there we go. go. Between the whole um, group, we got it. There we go. <laughs> well, of course, it was Kevin who was the one who's like, "No, no, guys, like let me let me clue you in <laughs> How many on tray? the number of sheets and where they're going." Like, <laughs> I, did, I did spend a little bit of time with sheets with so, <laughs> since retired from the life. <laughs> um, well, guys, it's top of the hour. This has gone by extraordinarily fast. Uh, I feel like we. If could I fill... may, I have a quote I'd like to share. I think it's pertinent. Go somewhat. for it. Um. So uh, we're coming off the back of um, you know six years more or less of, of all of us kind of uh, doing our own thing apart from each other and we've reconvened since. Um, and I think everybody's kind of been through some tribulation and some, some interesting uh, developmental stuff, you know, since uh, six years ago. Uh, but I found this quote. The mystery of human existence lies not just staying alive. Sorry, lies not in just staying alive. But in finding something to live for, that really um, matters to me because um, six years later, you know, there's a lot of relationships in my life that I've been able to just, you know, cut clean, don't care. You know, for me, you guys gave me that. You guys gave me, um, you know, <laughs> the meaning of life, really. You, you helped me discover that through craft, through art, and through friendship. And so um, – I don't know. I, I just wanted to bring that up for a minute and say that I, I You're hope- welcome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Full <I>, circle. <laughs> Fuck yes. Well, no. And I should have That's said Alex. that at the beginning. That well, <laughs> the reason this is such a big deal and why I couldn't think uh, of an eloquent uh, why I couldn't think of an eloquent way to put it. Eloquent, goddammit. Right. Uh, <laughs> even that's ironic. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, at the beginning of the show is because this group has not been together in right. in half a decade. Like I mean, well, we we <laughs> met God, in December. We met in December. Right. So, but Bob just it was just one. It was you know we didn't lose touch or anything, but uh, it was we had never all been together since since you know six years ago. Right. And so that that Franz, you're absolutely right. There are people in your life like groups of friends that you can sort of pick pick out. It's like a stand by me thing. Stephen King had that, had that quote about how friends come in and out of your life like busboys in a restaurant. And then there are some that don't. There, some people some that are in your life for a season. In. Some people are in your life for a reason. My mom <laughs> said that one time. I thought it was cute. But no. Did she make that up? That's good. I hope she did. That was, that That's was a good you know, about, uh, about 10 minutes before if you sprinkle when you tinkle. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, but, d- 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 just to be serious for a minute, though, I- I'm I'm really glad that you know after all this time because you know the the long p- 
part of that story is that I didn't finish the movie and it was a gigantic letdown for everybody involved. And that's a whole other story. We will tell that sometime. One, one day. But um, <laughs> the point, though, um, is, is and I'm really glad that these experiences happened um, without me involved and, and with everybody else. And it made it worthwhile for everybody um, because I think at the time – the only person it was worthwhile for was was me, you know, in, in many ways. was I was using um, the short films to grow and develop my future career and craft and stuff. Um, but it's gratifying to know that years later, even though we didn't finish the movie, we didn't become, you know, um, huge movie stars or anything yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't bet against us. But um, it's nice to know, though, that years later we can all reflect on everything that happened. And what we take away from that isn't the – bitterness of of actually not getting to premiere our film my fault um but all we have really when we look back in hindsight is just a bunch of really great experiences a lot of incredible relationships um and it's it's really cool because there's a lot of people that i've known in and out of my life and you know there's some people i can pick right back up with and there's other people i can't and it's awkward as hell (laughs) and i tell you it, it was it was scary leading up to um, meeting up again uh, last December because I didn't know what y'all think of me. I didn't know what I'd think of you. <laughs> We've missed a fucking click, you guys. It's great. Um, and I'm going to shut up and let y'all talk again now because I do this too much, but <laughs> well, it's, it's really great. It's, it's really amazing. And thank you for, for being um, pillars in my life. Again, you're welcome. Uh, the, and and I've, I've said – I don't know if I've ever said this on the show before, but the reason, the reason I started doing it – one of the reasons I started doing it was because I wanted to – get myself recorded talking to friends of mine that are important. This stuff is going on the internet. It's going to be there as long as there's an internet, you know? And I'm, I mean, I, you can download them off of SoundCloud as well. So I keep them for myself. We're, this is permanent now. This is a conversation we can show. You can show this to your grandkids if you want. You know what I mean? It's like, so you think about when your, your grandparents are telling you about your friend, oh, you know, pea soup, Giroux, you know, what a great guy. You, you can show, <laughs> that is an actual friend of my grandfather's, Jesus. believe it or not. That's an actual I'm person. Sure. I'm, I'm so, right there, right there. Yes. Like, imagine him being like, and here's what he sounded like, and here's what he, here's what he was like as a person. So yeah. there you go. So that's why I'm doing this. And so I, let's do this again. There's yeah. plenty more to talk about. Like I said, we could fill hours. The, the night that we got together in December, we hung out for like, a work shift worth of time. It Can was, we talk about time. you at some point too? Because there's, there's not not to be weird here, but like we're in a podcast where you're kind of like leading the. the but if there's anybody in the, not to diminish anybody, but I have watched you, Alex. I have watched you from the first day that you showed up in my my mom's kitchen to being you then to you now. Do you guys understand that he's had like five albums that he's made now of like incredibly <laughs> great music. Like with thoughtful lyrics and cra- I mean, it's, it's, it's staggering. It's absolutely amazing. I don't know if you've heard his stuff yet, but you really should on the drive home. But he's developed so much. And I'm sure that everybody else has too over the last six years. But it's just so cool I to did. me. I actually don't write songs at all. So. Well, not, not, not <laughs> musically. But it's just cool to me though that I – at least I feel maybe you're going to contradict me and say, no, you're, you're, you're an egotistic bastard and that has nothing. I feel like – our our experimentations with film and art and all that shit led to a sort of um, evolution for all of us that we wouldn't have arrived at otherwise. Well, I mean that that is there is a lot of truth to that. I mean, I met the guy I formed my first band with through you, so there you go. But oh. we are running short on time, so Sorry. I do have to I do have to wrap this up. But I that's not to 
not to cut off or not to diminish anything that was just said. Your Thank you guys so much for being here. Our experiment. Kevin, say a thing. Hurry. <laughs> say a thing. Say a uh, thing. Anything. I don't care. He's let's do this again, guys. Let's yes. do this again. Yes. Um, and uh, and I will. The audience, you know, you'll we'll see you then. But uh, I will be back uh, next. When the hell am I coming back? Next Wednesday. Uh, musician J.R. Wyatt will be joining me. He does the best version of Take Me Home Country Roads I have ever heard. It is on YouTube. Look it up. Listen to it at 1.25 speed because that's the best one. Uh, <laughs> got a little slowed down. But it's his voice is incredible. He's going to be on next week. I'm going to be interviewing him. Stay tuned. Uh, What's his last name again? Wyatt. J.R. Wyatt. I had to – Take a moment as well, because I first I like I had to remember the first character name from uh from you know the the the, the oh, Jr. Well, yeah. I, I I was like, oh wait, no, it's JD. Because I for a second I was like, wait, is this guy is this guy just some fake guy that you cobbled together? No, nope, nope, he's a YouTube. Well, I mean, like, he's, he's a musician. He I I found out about him through YouTube, but but anyway, right, he, right. he'll be the guest. Um, guys, again, <laughs> we will see you again. Let's do this again, and uh, and I will be back next Wednesday. Everybody have a great night. This has been American Winer.